Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. I am your host, Coach V. Thank you all for joining me for another episode. This week, we are going to be talking about a topic that um, was inspired by a conversation that I had with a really dear friend of mine. She's become a sister to me. Um, And this is a moment of even me being just very transparent. Um, A couple of weeks ago, I was preparing to start recording episodes of the podcast for season three. And she and I were just talking and I just told her there were times that I just feel like I want to give up. Why am I doing this? Um, Is it really having impact and you know, is it making a difference? And you know how you just start that negative self-talk, you allow that fear to start creeping in. And we're all um, subject to it from time to time. Um, When we desire to do the things that God has called us to do, we reach those times in our life that we oftentimes just feel a little discouraged that's the human side of us and we have to be able to recognize that and in the conversation she proceeded to just tell me all of the reasons why I can't give up all of the reasons why I have to keep pushing that I have to keep going and I really really appreciated her reminding me of my purpose and God's plan for my life. And I was just so grateful for the exchange of encouragement and edification and um, just being able to pour into one another. Um, You need that. And it just really inspired me to do this episode that I have entitled, um, Why? You need a village. We've often heard um, the phrase, it takes a village, especially when it talks about um, raising our children, how we need to have a village of people around us to just help us and support us and encourage us. But as adults, we need that village. And a village is so important. Having the right people in your village, why that is so critical, especially in this day and time, Um, taking that time to really examine the people in our lives and the place that they have in our lives, what we allow them to speak into our lives, how they impact us, how they affect us. And so I was really grateful because it really inspired me to just take a deeper dive and take a look at things that have happened in my own life, the relationships that I have, the importance of those relationships, how I value and treasure those relationships and why it's so important to have those relationships. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today and how Um, First, we'll talk about how these villages are even created, this this support system, 
the circle of friends, you know, we talk about sometimes our circle and, and um, the importance of our circle and, and everybody's role in our circle. Everybody in your village has a role. Everybody has a place um, in their in 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 and a role that they play in your village. Um, and so we're going to talk a little bit first about maybe how that village was started or created. And so I hope that you have your journal. I hope you have a pen so you can just jot some things down and in your own time, just kind of, you know, look at those things and just think about those things. First thing, um, when we talk about a village, it could be that your village has been created from just long-standing friendships, long-standing relationships, people that you may have um, had relationships or friendships with starting in school. You know, um, I've, I've heard people say, that, you know, they've had friends since elementary school or since high school or, or since college, or they may be friends that you've met at church um, on your job. These are those long-standing friendships, people that have known you for a long time. They've probably been with you through various experiences, things that you've gone through in your life and vice versa. And so there's a deep connection. There are things that you have in common. And so the foundation has been set just based on that long-standing relationship. The other um, type of relationship or village that you may have um, built for yourself, it may have been um, a friendship or a relationship that was developed out of a painful season in your life, some circumstance that you've been through or had gone through. Maybe you all were going through similar types of seasons. And so you developed that relationship around that season that you were going through. You know, oftentimes we heard it, you know, we, we hear people say, um, that, you know, friendships have seasons, um, and, and people are in your life for a season or for a reason. Um, and so maybe sometimes those relationships continue outside of the season. Um, it could be that you've come out of that season or they've come out of that season. Um, but there's yet still a connection to that person because of the thing that you've gone through. They know your innermost um, hurts and disappointments. They've shared in that pain. They've supported you. Um, you know, been that person there for you, you know, in that hard place, the tears that you've cried, the things that they've seen you go through, how you've overcome. And you've been able to be that support system and that encouragement for them in return. Um, the, the, the last category, I guess you could say, um, of friendships or relationships that we develop is oftentimes from a place of not wanting to be alone. We haven't really found that true village. We maybe move from place to place. We go from friendship to friendship, relationship to relationship because we don't want to be alone. And so it's better to have um, the company of this person or to be in this circle and it may not really be a true good fit for you but to keep from being alone to say that you have somebody is better than saying that you're alone 
And we have to take time to even examine that because um, we got to be careful of what that person or those people are feeding us, what we're eating, um, what they're pouring into us. We've got to take time to look at the fact that it may not be good for us, that it may not be something that we can use in the future. Um, But because we're so controlled by the fear of being by ourselves, we'll just accept whatever comes our way. And we have to be mindful that just as we're experiencing that and thinking those things and putting those things out into the atmosphere, the enemy knows those things. He hears those things and he prays on those things because that is our mindset at the moment. And so he will feed into that. And so it will become, if we're not careful, a desperation that we operate from. And that could cause us to fall and be weak and and give way to things that are not good and fruitful for us. And so we have to be mindful when we look at those three different categories. And I'm sure that there are others, but those were three that just came to mind for me as I was preparing for this podcast episode. And so every week we have our transformative thought that we meditate on and we think about as we begin to um, do some things differently and go uh, a different way as we continue on this journey to transforming our mindset and just the way that we show up in the world. So our transformative thought for the week is the strength of my relationships is based on the strength of my relationship with God. And so if we have a firm foundation If we have a strong relationship with God, he will be faithful to bring the right relationships to us at the right time in the right seasons. Nothing that happens to us catches him by surprise. And so he knows exactly who we will need for where we're about to go. We may not know the twists and turns of our journey, but God knows. He knows our beginning from our end. And so he knows who may need to leave our life and who needs to come in. They may have experienced what we're about to go into, what we are about to experience, what we're about to encounter. They can offer that sound wisdom and encouragement as to where a person that we've been around for a while, they may not be as strong. They may not be as capable to handle what's about to happen to us. You know, we hear oftentimes, and it's very true, everybody can't go where we're about to go. And we have to be okay when connections Um, are broken but there will be new connections that are made so we have to be open and embrace those new connections and be open and embrace when there are connections that are broken it may not be forever it may be for a season it may be for a time 
but we have to be okay with that. There may be seasons where the connection that needs to be the strongest, and it must always be the strongest, is the connection that we have with God so that he can give us the wisdom so we're able to discern, so we're able to see things the way that he needs us to see them, not in our natural eye, but in our spiritual eye. And so when we are strongly connected to God, when we maintain that connection and strengthen that connection, when that connection is fortified, Every connection um, in the in the natural will know that it is divine, that it is of God, that it is from Him, that He knew that this was something that I was going to face, and so He brought this very strong prayer warrior. He brought this very strong person that has experienced things and encountered things that can give me sound wisdom for this season. They can walk with me. They can encourage me. They can cover me in prayer. They can be that listening ear for me where others may not be able to handle. They may not be able to carry the weight of what I'm about to encounter. I need strong connections in this season to carry the weight of what is about to happen for me, to me, what God is about to do through me. I need somebody that can hold me up, that will not be that weak link and allow the enemy to start playing tricks with them in their mind that that will, if, if I'm not careful and mindful, that will infiltrate the camp and try to destroy the village and ultimately try to destroy me. And so we're going to talk about some transformative truths, some things that we can do to just examine our village, to, to take a survey of the land, if you will. The first thing is to inspect your village. Just like you would inspect a plant for bugs or something that may kill the plant, you inspect the fruit on your tree. My pastor always says you inspect what you expect. And so you got to take time to inspect your village. It doesn't mean you throw everything out. It doesn't mean that you just disconnect and sever ties with relationships, but you just take the time to look at the people that that have that influence that you have around you. What are they contributing to your life? What are you contributing to theirs? It's not a one-sided thing. It's absolutely, it should be a two-sided relationship. There should be give and take. If there's more taking than giving, we need to examine that. If you're giving more than receiving, we need to examine that. We need to take a really good comprehensive look at that. We need to accept the fact that maybe there are some relationships that have expiration dates and we have to be okay with that. Um, Just like you go through an inspection before you move into a new home, we've got to evaluate those relationships. Are they still of benefit to you? Are you still of benefit to them? It's, It's what one is contributing to the other and vice versa. We have to take the time to be um, very reflective of those things. Second Peter, um, in the first chapter, the 10th verse tells us, therefore believers be all the more diligent to make certain about his calling and choosing you. 
Be sure that your behavior reflects and confirms your relationship with God. For by doing these things, actively developing these virtues, you will never stumble in your spiritual growth and will live a life that leads others away from sin. So even going back to our transformative thought, the strength of my relationships is based on the strength of my relationship with God. We've got to take time to reflect. Make sure that our relationships are ordained by God, that it's something that he's chosen and called us to do, actively developing those virtues. That way we're never stumbling, we're never falling, falling short in our spiritual growth. And then the life that we live, the walk that we walk, is an example to others. It leads them to Christ and away from sin. Those that are in our lives should continue to lead us to Christ and away from sin. It should always uplift us and push us forward, not make us fall back. It's so important to inspect our village. The second thing is that we've got to be okay with rebuilding. Um, I touched on this a little bit earlier, but we've got to be okay with rebuilding. We have to be okay with those that may walk away um, as we continue on this journey. God will be faithful to replace anything that leaves us. He will give us even more and he'll give us exactly what we need for where we're going. And so we have to sometimes be okay with rebuilding. Um, people that we think that we're going to have these long-term relationships with, people that I thought were going to be my friends for years and years once I moved to Louisiana, they're, they're not, you know, those are not connections that I have anymore. But they were for the time and the season that I was in. And I'm grateful the connections and the relationships I have now has been because I've had to rebuild we're never starting from scratch. We just merely start over with experience. And so every time that we've had to rebuild or restructure, it's, it's because of what is to come. There's greater and better coming. And so if our foundation is weak, it won't be able to hold what's being built. It'll crumble. We'll stumble. And, and so we have to be okay with rebuilding things. We have to be okay with starting with that experience, knowing that there's better coming down the line. So be okay with rebuilding. James 1 and 2 tells us, consider it nothing but joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you fall into various trials. We've got to be okay that even in trials and tribulations in our lives, you know, we find that there are different things that happen um, that cause us to have to reevaluate, that cause us to have to reexamine, and then have to, you know, cause us to rebuild. And so we have to be okay that even through those various trials, those tests, and things that we go through. It's to rebuild us. It's to, to reproof us. It's to refine us. It's to make us stronger, to make us wiser, to make us better for the days to come. And so when we go through those things, we have to just consider it joy. Yes, we're going to experience some disappointments and, and heartbreaks because we thought that it was going to be this way or this person was going to always be with us. But we have to be okay in knowing that even though that person may not be here, 
who God brings to us will be the person that we need for that season to help us rebuild, to hand us the nails as we're hammering them in, to help us hang those pictures and paint those walls, to help us with that foundation so that we are, that we're firmly um, planted and, and deeply rooted where we need to be in that time. And so we consider it nothing but joy and that we continue to take the joy of the Lord with us wherever we're going. Uh, wherever he, you know, takes us, but we are okay with that rebuilding process because we know that we're coming out better and we're coming out stronger. The last thing that I encourage you to do is just be patient in the process. Allow God to reveal and heal those areas, those people in your life and be okay. I can't stress that enough, but give yourself grace be patient in the process. Sometimes there are times that God just wants us to himself. He's a jealous God anyway. The Bible even tells us that and he wants us to not put another person or anything before him. And so be patient in the process. Pay close attention to what God is saying in that time. Our connection should be the strongest with him above any person and anybody that tries to insert themselves and tries to make themselves more important than him that's a red flag and we need to pay attention to that revelation 2 and 3 tells us and i know that you who believe are enduring patiently and are bearing up for my name's sake and that you have not grown weary of being faithful to the truth. So we've got to just bear it. We've got to be patient and and know that God will bring us through that rebuilding, that inspection of our village. And so we have to be patient. We don't we don't go around being suspicious. We're not side-eyeing people. We're not questioning motives and intentions. God will reveal all of that in due time. So you don't have to worry about that, but you just keep your spiritual eyes open. You keep your spiritual ears open. You just pay attention. It doesn't mean you overthink. It doesn't mean that you overexamine. It doesn't mean that you start stressing out. It doesn't mean any of that. But you just be patient. You just patiently wait for the revelation. You allow God um, to speak to you about those things. And you just are open to what God says. And you just have peace with it. And you still operate in love. You still have your joy. You still walk and speak with peace and with grace. But you just patiently endure it even though it may be hurtful, even though you may not understand what God is doing. Be patient and trust him through the entire process. God will bring the right people to you in the right time, in the right season. You won't have to seek them out. You won't have to um, forge relationships with people because you're lonely or desperate. But God will bring the right people to you because it will be a confirmation. There will there'll be a calm over your spirit. You'll know because the Holy Spirit will confirm it. That desire 
that you have to have those godly connections, to have those right people in your life, you'll know when they've come to you because it will confirm something that God has already said to you. God has already told you that he's going to bring you the right people. God has already told you. And so when they come, there will be a calm that will come over you. There will be a confirmation. And you'll know though, though that that's your tribe, that those are the right people. Um, recognizing when you've outgrown your village, um, being okay when people leave your village and when new ones come in, all of those things God will give you a calm and give you a peace about. And so you don't have to fret over those things. You don't have to, you know, look at people differently. Just accept the will of God for your life. Patiently endure those things. It's the same thing that he had to endure, knowing that that someone was going to betray him, that others were going to walk away. Jesus knew those things, but it was well with him. He knew who the true believers were. He knew the ones that were going to follow him faithfully and follow his instructions. And so we have to do the same thing. And that's why it's so important to stay connected to God. If we keep our eye on him, if we trust him with everything that is in us, if we cast all of our cares upon him, he will be faithful to supply everything that we need. He will make sure that we have the right people. Even if we feel that we're by ourselves, we're never by ourselves because we always have God. We always have Jesus and we always have the Holy Spirit. And so if we've got the triune being, we are good. Now, God will send people to us that will be of that godly influence, that will be of that support and that encouragement here on earth in the physical sense. But we always have heaven backing us up. He always is dispatching his angels to minister to us, to comfort us, to, to shield us from things, from, to protect us from things. We always have our strong tower. We always have that rear guard. And so we can just keep moving forward. We can keep building. We can keep growing. We can keep flourishing. We can keep developing. We can continue to allow those roots to go deep down in the ground. We can still have that godly influence over, you know, our family and friends and loved ones, our co-workers, because our village is still going to be secure. Remember that you have to let your village be a reflection of what God is doing in your life, where God is taking you, where God has you in the moment, because that's his reflection of his love for you. That's how much God loves you. That's what he thinks of you. When you're surrounded by good people, people that you know are praying for you, people that are covering you, people that you know have got your back, that is representative of how much God loves you. And that's a lot of love. That is something that we should sit back and simply be in awe of. God, you really love me that you brought this great person into my life, that they speak well of you, that they pour into me, that they pray for me, that when they get a word of knowledge or they just, you know, are led and compelled because you've put them in a place that you've put them you know, in, in, in a mindset that, that, you know, you thought so much of me that, that 
you place them on, on you you place uh, me on their hearts. You dropped me in their spirit and that they acted on that. They were obedient to that. God, thank you for loving me so much. That is such an awesome feeling. That is such an awesome thing to know that God will just drop me on the mind or the heart of someone, that they will call me, that they will text me, that they will encourage me. That's a village that you want to be a part of. That's a village that you want to continue to cultivate and create and then be able to share with others, to be a part of other people's villages where you can give the same things that you receive and help them to build or rebuild their village. One thing that I came away with that that my sister said that I have been just marinating on for the last couple of weeks, she said strong friends need strong friends. And there were so many things that I thought of just in that one statement. You know, when you're the strong friend all the time, you're always pouring, you're always encouraging, you're always listening, you're always giving. Strong friends don't always have somebody that they can go to and share their innermost thoughts with, their fears, their concerns, because the, the people around them may not necessarily be able to share the weight or carry the weight of what it is that they carry. And so strong friends need those strong friends that can hold them up, that can undergird them, that have their hands to their back, that are strong links in the chain. Strong friends need strong friends. They don't need friends that are trying to manipulate, that are trying to abuse them or misuse them or or take advantage of them, but they need friends that are truly praying, that are truly... Um, that are truly backing them up, that are believing what they believe, that they are that they have a faith just as strong as they do, that they are praying to God, that they are interceding on your behalf, that they are standing in the gap themselves for you, that they are making a sacrifice for you in your moments of being unsure in your moment of weakness, in your moment of um, having that, that question or that insecurity, even if it's just but for a moment, but that they are reminding you of your purpose, of reminding you of the God that you serve, that they are reminding you that you have all power because you are a child of God and he has called you to a higher calling, to a higher purpose, something greater and bigger than you. And so when your strong friends are able to pour into you and renew, help to renew that strength to build you up, not in a false sense, but to truly build you up and, and help you adjust your crown and you stand up a little bit straighter, you, 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 you uh, hold your head up a little bit higher that's a strong friend. That is what helps to continue to build your village. 
And so I hope that there is something that was said that encouraged you on today to just recognize that you've got to have a village, that you can't walk this walk by yourself, that you're going to need people around you to help to continue to inspire you and empower you and encourage you. And that you continue to go out and do the same for other people. Be a part of a village. Don't force your way in. But when God calls you and he sends you, go. Go and be a part of that village and do everything that God has called and commanded you to do. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. Remember, today is a great day to be made new. And I am always, always rooting for you. Until next time.